Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, July 13th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. It's on Broadway stars James Marino. Don't let a black cat cross your path. Don't step on a crack. You're breaking your mother's back. Don't break any windows. Walk under any ladders. Just be just be careful out there in the streets, y'all. <laughs> uh, well, I did all of those things. It's it was... this, this podcast is coming out at 5.55 a.m. How could you have possibly done all of those things already? Well, not on not on the 13th. Oh, well, okay. I, well, then I, you're I, fine. Then it's just on the 13th. That's that's nerve wracking. So anyway, what's not nerve wracking, James, is that last night Wicked became the sixth longest running show in Broadway history with its 6,138th performance. It passed the original production of a chorus line to move into the sixth spot. It is 542 performances behind Les Miserables, the original production. Um, my calculations, and I'm not good at math, but my calculations says that that should put it to move into fifth place sometime around the end um, of November in 2019. And then at that point, once it's in fifth place, it'll be uh, uh, another 800 performances or so um, to to pass cats. I would imagine by the time this thing is all said and done that it'll be Phantom, Lion King, and Wicked, and then a huge gap. Um, you know, probably Chicago, the revival will end up being in fourth place and then cats in fifth. But I, I don't see Phantom, Lion King or Wicked ending their runs anytime soon. You might have just changed them because it's the 13th. Well, oh, well, I, 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 I don't think Phantom's closing as long as uh, ALW is alive. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Lion King is going to close anytime soon since it's bringing in two million dollars a week. And I don't see Wicked going anywhere anytime soon, especially because I really think it'll get a bump by this movie when and if it ever comes out. So I think those three will be first, second, third, maybe forever. It's justifying expectations, defying expectations. Yes. All right. First up in the news, a pair of major West Side Story announcements were made yesterday. Oh, were they ever, James? Uh, we're going to start with the second one that was made chronologically, but certainly the most surprising, if not a bit head scratching. As yesterday, producer Scott Rudin announced that in December of 2019, the acclaimed minimalist deconstructive Belgian play or uh, uh, director, not playwright, uh, Belgian director Ivo Van Hova will direct a revival of the show and that the production will not. I will repeat, I repeat, will not use the iconic Jerome Robbins choreography, making it the first Broadway production not to use that choreography. There have been other professional companies around uh, the, the country and the world that have not used it. But this is the, the biggest production by far to not use Robbins original. Instead, Belgian choreographer Anna Teresa de Kiersmacher will provide the dancing. Uh, Van Hova's longtime collaborator, uh, Jan Versvefeld, Versvefeld, Versvefeld. <laughs> Damn it, I, I hate this. Um, it will design the show, which will begin performances on December 10th of next year with an official opening on February 6th, 2020. They said, Hey, uh, Carousel, we see your six week, uh, your your six week uh, preview period will raise you to eight weeks. Uh, so I, whatever, it didn't really work well for Carousel. I hope it works better for West Side. Now, 
who knows what an Evo Van Hova production of Westside will look like. But the show's legendary lyricist Stephen Sondheim said in a statement, quote, this is Evo Van Hova's first Broadway musical, and I'm eager to see what he does with it. What keeps theater alive over time is reinterpretation. And when that reinterpretation is as invigorating as this as his productions of A View from the Bridge and The Crucible, it makes for something to look forward to with excitement. We'll talk about Sondheim and reinventing things a little bit more later. The office and the estate of Leonard Bernstein essentially said the same thing, noting how important the show's message and even some of the specific lyrics uh, are in today's society and climate. Now, James, I know that there will probably be a lot of people that are suspect of this announcement and this pairing of show and director. And I imagine you might have one, maybe even two of them on this week on Broadway this Sunday. I don't know that. I haven't talked to Peter or Michael, but I know they both love this show, especially Michael. So they might have some issue with this. But I, too, love West Side Story, and I am all for new interpretations. I just hope that Van Hova doesn't go too far with his reinterpretation, because to me, the text and the score it's it, to me it's perfect pretty much that doesn't it doesn't need that part doesn't need to be messed with dress it up however you want you put them in space costumes do it on a blank stage do whatever you want but just leave the text and the book and the score and the orchestrations especially don't do this with like you know actors playing their own instruments that doesn't need to happen with the west side story so just leave all of that alone do what else you want the only thing i will say is i would be fine if they flopped officer krupke and cool like they do in the movie that's a that's an upgrade as far as i'm concerned what do you think james i i i people are having aneurysms or sheer delight on social media about this <laughs> so uh we'll have to see Truth. what he's doing i i was thinking what was the, i i can't remember the name of the theater down in georgia that's doing the doing titanic uh, Seren, the, the Serenby playhouse Serenby. so if you know if evo went down to Serenby and did it there they have real knives and real guns <laughs> so <laughs> They'd actually kill somebody every performance. Every performance. Uh, Equity doesn't like it, but like, yeah. I, well, you know, it, it's it's tough. <laughs> it's a hard knock life. Yeah. So, um, my goodness, I I we I saw one really funny satire uh. piece uh, <laughs> that I wanted to mention. Philip Romano. Uh, I posted a thing on Facebook, uh, Evo Van Hova's West Side Story starring Scarlett Johansson as Maria, which is uh-huh. so many, is so funny on so many le- levels. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's been a hard, it's been a hard week for, uh, for Miss Scar- Johansson. ScarJo, Scar- yeah. ScarJo's having yeah. a tough one. Although they did find a director for her Black Widow movie, which is exciting because mm. anyway, um, speaking of films, though, the other bit of West Side Story news is that thanks to a delay of the fifth and Indiana Jones film, Steven Spielberg is now officially moving into pre-production for his West Side Story remake. Wasn't sure if this one was actually going to happen. But apparently it is. No casting has been announced yet, but they are doing open calls nationwide. So we'll see what turns up with that, James. Um I think um ooh, I think off the top of my head is is Terrence McNally doing the book? Is that right? Um, um that or the, the sounds script? so familiar, but I'm not positive about that. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean it, I wasn't sure that this was actually gonna ever happen. So the fact that Spielberg, again, and not necessarily a director that I would have uh, put with this, um 
but yeah okay sure <laughs> and we were talking uh just a little while ago uh i guess a month or two ago that uh was was uh grafted a self-taping of maria uh no uh, no no ben platt oh it was ben platt ben yeah. platt did a self-taping of maria's which i really enjoyed so um yeah Thank we have Lots of things. <laughs> well, if what well, depends on, well, I mean, who's producing? Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. So, this is uh, this is all tons of news right in the middle of the summer that we didn't expect. No, we did not. Let's move into story number two of the day. Theater well represented in yesterday's Emmy nominations. They were yesterday the Academy of Motion Picture Television Science and Arts and whatever it is uh, announced their nominees for the 70th annual Primetime Emmy Awards. And there was a lot of theater folks that were um, uh, nominated and represented, but none more so than Jesus Christ Superstar live in concert. Um, it led all shows with, uh, with well, I'll say it this way, it led all of the previous live musicals in nominations, including three nominations in the performance categories, uh, which is astounding. John Legend, Sarah Brawls, and Brandon Victor Dixon all were nominated in their specific categories in the TV movie and limited series category, which is phenomenal. They're not going to win, but I think it's phenomenal that they were nominated. Um, some other, uh, People that have theater connections that were nominated include Elizabeth Moss, Darren Chris, uh, Jeff Daniels, uh, Antonio Banderas, Sarah Paulson, William H. Macy, Viola Davis, Tatiana Meslani, Titus Burgess, da uh, Dame Diana Rigg, Lori Metcalf. I'm going to skip one and we'll come back to her. Uh, Tony Winner, Jeffrey Wright, Lily Tomlin, Rachel Brosnahan, Ricky Martin. Uh, they were all nominated in performance categories um, for some shows. A, a guy who has never won an award in his life, Lin-Manuel Miranda, was also nominated for his <laughs> guest appearance as himself, nominated for playing himself. Really big stretch for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Pask and Paul, as I predicted uh, seven months ago, were nominated for uh, the new song that they wrote for Christmas Story Live. Uh, we'll have a link to all of the nominations in the show notes. But then, James, there was quite possibly the news that broke your internet, if not your mind, because yesterday in the... Uh, uh, outstanding actress in a short form comedy or drama series for her role as Katie Bonner in the accidental wolf one Kelly O'Hara received her first Emmy award nomination. So uh, congratulations to her. This was a web series. We talked about it when it was released, uh, released and Emmys uh, factor in web series now. So she was nominated uh, in that category. She said that she was uh, quite, uh, quite grateful and in shock uh, to get that first nomination. So congratulations to her. So uh, uh, I'm glad that you brought this up because I hadn't noticed that Kelly got nominated for anything. <laughs> I can read the text that you sent me if you would like. Emer in all caps, emergency pod, Kelly O'Hara nominated for her first Emmy Award. He wanted it to be a six-part series, two hours each. So, yeah. <laughs> Every introspective, you know. We should deconstruct each word of the web series. <laughs> yeah, it's not like she would actually appear on uh, Broadway radio. But. All right, Matt, whatever the, what other news do we have? Okay, so there's a, a few things that are, are pretty fun and exciting. Yesterday it was announced that the original Zoe Murphy, Laura Dreyfus, would be leaving the Broadway production of Dear Evan Hansen this weekend. 
uh, kind of short notice as she has been cast in a yet to be announced TV project. Replacing her eventually will be a recent high school graduate who also happens to be a star of the recent hit horror movie Heredity, Mallory Bechtel. I don't believe there's any connection to uh, either The Rule or Allison. Um, she will be taking over officially on July 31st. The The roles stand by Olivia Puckett will play the role from the 17th through the 29th. Next, the Roundabout Theater Company announced yesterday additional casting for the world premiere of Teresa Rebeck's Bernard, uh, Bernhard Hamlet. Joining Janet McTeer will be Dylan Baker, Jason Butler Harner, Matthew Saldivar, Nick Weststrait, Paxton Whitehead, Ito Agayo, Brittany Bradford, Aaron Costa-Gannick, and Trini Sandoval. The show begins performances at the American Airlines Theater on September 1st. Next, it was announced that, and this is another one that was a little weird, James, um, it was announced that Michael John Lacusa will write a musical adaptation of the recent Pulitzer Prize winning play Cost of Living by Martina May, uh, Martina Mayoke. The show will be uh, under the auspices of the Williamstown Theater Festival. Uh, I know we talked a lot about this show on Broadway Radio Um both on this week on Broadway. And I think there was some other um, of, of the other shows that that mentioned it. This is not a show that when you read the description screams out um, musicalize me. Um, it has to do with people living with uh, with disabilities. But if you're going to take a, a show that does not scream musicalize me, you might as well give it to Michael John Lacusa because, you know, he's going to figure out a way to make it work. Uh, so this is really interesting. I'm excited to see that. And finally, yesterday, it was announced that Jonathan Bailey and Alex Gaimond will play Jamie, formerly known as Amy and Paul, respectively, in the West End production of Company, making them the first same sex couple in the show's history that of course, is uh, the first same-sex couple that was actually approved by the show's creators. I'm sure there's some random uh, rebel theater company out there that did this without uh, letting anybody know. But if you think about it, that means that Jonathan Bailey will be singing Not Getting Married Today. This will be sung by a man. So uh, should be really exciting. That uh, West End production, as we know, um, will also feature uh, one Patty Lapone and Rosalie Craig will be playing Bobby, B-O-B-B-I, uh, re- changing the lead character from a man to a woman. The show will begin performances at the uh, Gilgood Theater in London on September 26th of this year. I was to say, if, if you want any more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at broaderradio.com. I see. Uh, just a quick correction from earlier. Uh, uh, Tony Kushner is doing the ah, West Side Story. I knew it was some one of those acclaimed wonderful playwrights whose names start with a T. Yeah, you were on such a roll and there was hard names coming up so i didn't want to yes, break your yes, stride yes. there you know <laughs> all right why don't you get us out of here all right thanks for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook and twitter at broadway radio and you can find me on twitter and instagram at bwwmat and my name is james marino from broadwayradio.com and broadwaystars.com Thanks for spending some of your Friday with us. Coming up on Sunday on This Week on Broadway, uh, Lucy Arnaz is joining us. Um, The great Jan Simpson will be with us, and Michael Portantier will be with us. And we we haven't worked out the details yet, but we might have a new segment uh, for everybody on This Week on Broadway. So uh, take a listen on Sunday, and Matt and I will be back and talk to you on Monday.